Welcome to the Picks from the Yard podcast. I'm your host, Wayne Salvatore, humble caddy, part-time bartender, part-time dog walker, and full-time sports handicapper. We're here every week to provide you with the hot picks, our best selections for for the games now that they've legalized gambling here in Jersey, and uh, we're all going to try to make you, make you a little bit of money every week. Yard, the Kentucky Derby spectacular. Well, that's what we're calling it anyway. We're gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna. We do have a resident um, horse expert on our on our regular rotation, so we're uh, we're we're coming back here to discuss the Derby. Uh, it's a huge. It becomes bigger every year. It's a huge, huge event. We always uh, get together and watch it. It is a great day. And uh, well, w- w- let me introduce my. Uh, let me introduce the guests first of all. We'll start with a uh, Jim Dodge, comedian extraordinaire, part-time gambler, part-time bartender. Welcome back, Jim. Thanks for having me. I have uh, since my last visit on the show, I have cut down on the gambling. So I'm looking forward to this weekend with our expert. To get all the money that I potentially should have won back. Yeah, we cannot. You can, uh, that's about the, the the greatest part of uh, horse racing for all for the get from the gambling aspect is you, you pick a couple horses and the payout potentially humongous. Yeah, you can spread the money around. Uh, Two bucks here, three bucks there. Dodge and I will be choosing by I don't know maybe the names of the horses or strictly uh, names. Uh, strictly, uh, yeah, very scientific. And uh, I like to welcome back my brother. The math whisperer Richard Salvatore, horse racing. He's uh, he's been following. He's been he's been going to the racetrack since when? Following what? What year did that start? Yeah, probably uh, the I guess the the mid eighties. Mm-hmm. You know what? My senior year in high school. So that was I don't I, I'm going to date myself here, but eighty three. Is that Jimmy Carter? eighty three. What? Uh, yeah, my my, the Engli- my, years. my English teacher, uh, uh, Mrs. Milch, will attest to that. Because yeah, and I, she's I started. Still, uh, I started actually cutting class to go to the racetrack. And, and actually, the we day. should share. We should do a brief, <laughs> oh, quick geez. recap. Oh, or do we want to wait and save this for? Uh, <laughs> we could. If you want to, well, let's get this out of the way. Uh, once you discover horse racing, how can you do algebra? He got in a little exactly. trouble. Like uh, I did. I, uh, yeah. uh, once he found out about the, the racetrack, uh, he uh, he used to sneak off there, uh, even though I think he was not allowed. So, what 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 was? Yeah, I was the model student until I got into the college. Of, well, it was actually my second choice but a very good school. And once I got in, I kind of decided I can take it easy. And senioritis kicked in big time. And there was a group of us, we would go to the Meadowlands uh, during the day and, and kind of bet early. And also maybe, I, I can't remember if we bet the thoroughbreds, we had simulcasting, but whatever it was, we would miss a class or two and, and head to the track. And uh, his grades yeah, collapsed. They kind of collapsed. Still got, to, is, is it 18 to place a bet? 18 to place a bet. Yeah. Oh, okay. Because like 21, I'd be like, he got a fake ID not to drink, but to bet the horses. Well, that's right. Exactly. I was the only one that got the fake ID, not so not so I could drink, but so I could I could bet. <laughs> and then, yeah. uh, and then reason. He, he would tell our parents he was bowling, and he, and and there was oh. no there were no phones at the track because they didn't want you calling bookie. There's there's a rule, strict rule back. I don't know, if, you know, now everybody's a cell phone, but back then you couldn't. So what would you do exactly? Yeah, they shut off the uh, the phones at the track. Hey, phones. You know, that is for all the uh, kids right, out there. Right. And our, our dad's suspected I wasn't going bowling or sometimes I'd say I'd go to the library. So he'd be like, all right, call me. So in between races, I would sign out of the racetrack, sprint across the Meadowlands parking lot, the giant stadium where the, the pay phones were left on, I discovered, and I'd call and say, yeah, dad, I'm at the bowling alley and uh, everything's fine, and then sprint back for the sixth race. That is degenerate behavior at a young age. His, right uh, his dash numbers really, really, <laughs> <laughs> the did. best shape of your life that, uh, yeah. that the guy, spring into the guy, summer. The, the security guy who signed people out knew me by name. It would have been great if your dad took you bowling just to see, hey, uh, I know you've been working on this. A lot. Let's go, and you bowled like a sixty. <laughs> I mean, there had to be security guys. They're like, "What is this maniac doing?" Yeah. <laughs> to run the camera B. Who is that? Is that that kid again? And of course, I'm sure the race you missed was the. Oh, I knew I would have won that one. <laughs> no, I, I did it in a way I wouldn't miss a race. Oh, I would oh, leave right after they made the results official. Get over there, make the call, come back, and, and be the, be there for the next it's race. Good, so I timed it out. I out there, um, it can be a little addictive. <laughs> <you're>, <laughs> it is. It's this, it is the sort they say that when horse racing gets in your blood. And you know, I, I I love it. It's my favorite thing to gamble on, and the, you know, this time of year, the Triple Crown. It's for me, it's the most exciting 
a series of events as far as gambling. You know, they call it the most exciting two minutes in sports, and you know, I love it. I, I really do. And and it's such an interesting puzzle. You have twenty horses coming from all over the country. You know, a lot of them haven't raced against each other. They're running at a distance they've never run at before, and it's just such an intricate interesting puzzle you can look at it in so many different ways and and i love it and there is an opportunity to make some good money because you get long shots although lately the favorites have been winning but you sometimes get a long shot who runs second or third so if you look at exactors or trifectas you definitely can make you know a big score in the derby quickly uh for those that don't and that that have not bet on horses on sense so an exact that you want to bet is the uh the one and two you want you have to pick the first and second place horse, and you combine them, and that juices the odds. And then the trifecta is uh, you're picking the, the horses coming first, second, and third. And uh, really, if you hit one of those, it really <laughs> makes for a nice day. It makes for your month. So we do like to uh, usually, not usually, but throw a favorite. We, I mean, it usually we'll have, we, well, we, our usual thing is we'll bet for the Triple Crown races, we'll bet one horse to win, and then we'll box three horses in an exacta. Uh, and we'll either go one favorite, two long shots, or two favorites, one long shot. But we always throw at least one long shot in because you, you see it happen a lot where even if a long shot doesn't win, a, a long shot will clunk up for second and it'll really you know juice the exacta. We'll, we'll get into this a little bit later. We're, 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 we're digressing a little. I know. Well, uh, I'll, I will, I'll talk about horse racing. Yeah, this, Richard can talk on a two-hour episode. Right, yeah. uh, qu- quickly, we want to do a quick, quick recap of, our, of the Masters, which was our last time we were on the air, and it, was, it did not let down. It was incredible. Some saying the greatest Masters of all time. Uh, with the amount of coverage, I think that really helped. Help, you, know, you could say other years were as good or better but they didn't quite have the coverage back then it wasn't and it wasn't as popular so i think the the culmination of all this and tiger woods coming back to win was something Incredible. to behold that was great to watch i i, I was one of those guys no one admits it now but there is a lot of people that said he would never win again and i was in that camp i never thought i would never. argue with people at the bar you know to till i was horse practically no pun intended <laughs> that uh that you know it's okay he's not that old for golf and you know he's a great show i was so happy he finally won all it, really. the surgeries though you just feel like his body broke down and it's just four back surgeries incredible and it was uh it was uh and it was, the field was chock full of names the top of the leaderboard so it was uh it was amazing and yeah i'm sure you know every, most people listening probably probably watch what happened molinari put the ball on the wall Water, mm. and it was uh, and we did pretty good actually. We have uh, we picked eight. I, I broke it down. Of our eight picks, seven of them came in top twenty one. I, I, I two of them came in tied for twenty first. So I, I cheated a little bit, and uh, <laughs> we had uh, we had three top ten finishers, including the uh, Andy Lagreca picked the winner. His man Tiger Woods. Richard had a second place, or or oh, I'm sorry, Molinari finished. Uh, Finished fifth, fifth. and Willie had Willie uh, had Kepka. Kepka who finished second, who was right there. Yeah, Mo- Molinari killed me on that twelfth hole. I mean, <sighs> you got to play it safe and make Tiger make the difficult shot, right? Molinari goes for it, he ends in the water, as and then Tiger caddy, could play it safe. And I was a, appalled as a caddy, and and, and Finau, two people in the group put it in the water. They're in contention. I mean, even at that point, the caddy, so you have a two-shot lead. You're winning. You don't have to make a shot here. Just, just play hero. it safe. What, right. what are we trying to make a Me shot doing. for? It was oh, it was incredible. Greca picked. Tiger? Oh yeah, Lagraca picked Tiger. Well, I we, guess he's, uh, we're going to ask him back then. Come oh, he's on. coming he's back for the all the. Uh, I, I locked him in for all the majors. We'll see if it was a fluke. <laughs> yeah, coming uh, the, up in future luck. episodes. We were worried having Lagraca on that he he wouldn't talk a lot, but shockingly he oh, was he not good. at a loss for words. He was he yeah he had a, oh, he yeah, had a, a good amount. No, he did a good job and picking Tiger. I think he was very happy. I understand with the results. Yeah, it was uh, it was it was awesome. I actually watched because and they had to move everything around because the weather, so it was a weird finish. It finished in the morning, and then uh, and I actually watched. They replayed it immediately, and I watched the last four holes twice that day. It so got it huge was, ratings. I said uh, even the replay got like enormous, and it was international news. The fact, I mean, it's good for the sport. The fact that Tiger won, it was He's great. A big figure. Well, possibly it's going to arguably be the greatest comeback in uh, maybe all the sports. Some some might say. And then uh, quickly, uh, we're going to touch on the NBA. The NHL playoffs are plugging along. The uh, our picks are still all four picks are alive in the NBA. We I, I took Houston. John Kokinis is on Denver. Willie Lesko is on Milwaukee, and uh, and Jim Dodge Sixers. Do they the have Sixers a chance? Are plugging away. This is I. 
it it's going to give me heart failure watching these games because they are the game two was so intense. Um, with I, I'm watching Leonard and he's unbelievable. He's one of these guys that doesn't you don't really know about him in this day and age when you know too much. And he was just dominating Ben Simmons. It was so depressing to watch. And the Sixers were up; they just could never pull away in game two. So now it's tied one one. It's it, they're painful to watch for me. Outside of gambling, if it's my team, if your team's playing, you get that same the same juice. You know what I mean? So yeah, I can't remember that. Being a Knicks fan, I can't remember. No, but now that you said, I do remember (laughs) when Ewing and you go against the Bulls. Those games were so emotional and so intense. But that's been a long time for the Knicks. They might not come. The Boston's gelling right now. It looks like so. I'm still hopeful for the Sixers. I'm not. Our, uh, our our Nets, well, I shouldn't there. say ours, since Dodge was on the uh, Sixers game out with a big win in game one. You <laughs> built up a little excitement, and then Philadelphia said... Yeah, the reverse, the, the delayed sweep. Enough already. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> um, and we got three series are tied 1-1, so it should be pretty exciting uh, coming in you know, the second round, I guess. And, uh, and Golden State's up 2-0, so that's really... Uh, you they're going to win it again. Yeah, it's, 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 it's it looks like they're just kind of you know <laughs> gearing up. They'll be getting better every round is uh, history. Tells us anything. The NHL is a little, I, I wouldn't say anticlimactic. It's still awesome. You know, it's still great to watch, but the number one and number two seeds in the West and the East all eliminated in the first round. You almost got to feel bad. Hockey's low rated anyway. I mean, playoff hockey's great, but not a lot of people watch it. And then you have like a Dallas St. Louis. Yeah, you got, and the you, big you markets, those big are markets out. in yeah. there. So, a lot of the stars of the game are kind of, uh, kind of been bounced out. So it's still, you. I mean, I say tune in. It's, it's, it's definitely not boring, especially if you bet on it. And uh, we have, uh, of our four pick. my pick Pittsburgh was promptly swept. <laughs> it was <laughs> one of the, the quickest mushes oh, ever. Oh, the New York Islanders managed to uh, to sweep them in a shocking development. I can't believe that happened. And now what's happening? And now the Islanders, the Islanders are now down three. Yeah. Oh, please, please, if there's any, any, <laughs> you know, come on, we, we got to stop these Islanders. We saw Richard and I saw our cousins on Easter. They're they're all hopped. I see more Islander Islanders fans? gear. Oh, How yes, many idiots were, you see walking around wearing? They've dusted off their. It better be from eighty two. <laughs> but what was the guy Bossy? Was that one of the guys? Bossy, sure, Bossy. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah that yeah. whole team. Uh, I remember that team because they they would knock uh, heads with the Rangers. Richard and reminded me of something. Well, first off, Billy Smith was a goalie. He would swing his sticker. If you watch any footage, he used like a weapon. But yeah. Richard said, I don't know how he got away with this. He wouldn't shake hands after Come the on. Yeah, the he wouldn't check lined hands. up. He would skate off the ice. He, he would leave. He refused oh, to shake hands get, even after the, the seven-game series you get was over. He for that he, now. Oh, yeah, now he was the worst. Horrible sportsmanship. That, right. team was, uh, that team was something it's else. It's called so. the Isaiah Thomas. Remember that? In sure. 80, oh, they, yeah. When Jordan finally beat him, they all walked off. Big storm right, out. Right, right. And uh, LeGrecca's pick of uh, Nashville got knocked out first round. They were a two seed, I believe. I, I shouldn't have checked know that, but I'm almost positive. And uh, but Richard's pick of, uh, of the Bruins marches on, and Willie has uh, San Jose. So we still have two teams alive. Boston wow. is on a tear. I, I don't know the exact date. I, I read somewhere coming up in May. It's going to be a, it'll be a year since any of their. Teams have been eliminated from the playoffs. Jesus, so disgusting. <laughs> so, Horrible fan base. Too. They must be right. enjoying That's themselves. Right. Says yeah. the Philly fan. But should be uh, both should be a good finish. You hit these lulls sometimes, but then it, it definitely just stay tuned. It's going to be you know both sports it's will be like if that generation must be that ter- if you grow up with your team winning all the time. Where do you where do you build your character? Oh, you it's already I mean? yeah. They're already right. given trophies. Right. Yeah. The millennials. Well, I don't know what the next generation is going to be, but it's yeah. Uh, <laughs> Your team always wins. It's the worst. They don't know pain. You got to know a little yeah, pain. Like is it a, a Jets and Mets and Knicks fan, oh. and even the Rangers, right? That suffering it builds character. Yeah, it, uh, not, they haven't suffered at all. It, it, it must Terrible. be nice. We we know quite the opposite here as uh, Jets, Mets, Uh-oh. Knicks. <laughs> Rangers fans, yeah. but it, it marches on. And the one team we're pulling for is actually quickly, uh, and then we'll move on. Is uh, da- if Dallas wins this round, the uh, the Rangers get an, another number one. They get a draft, big draft pick out of the deal. So what deal was that? That's from? where we're rooting for Zuccarello. Oh, okay. They traded Zuccarello Dallas late, and uh, and it's so he so was an instigator. Can... He was like he's like an Avery kind of guy, right? No, don't ever Listen, compare anybody to Sean Avery. He's one of the most hated guys. Yeah, don't put him in, in the category with Avery. <laughs> I uh, I caddy for a, a new a, a, a New Jersey Devil who is named shall remain who shall remain nameless, but uh, he said something terrible. He said he was Avery. I would I would I can't remember exactly to do with spitting on his grave or stepping. Oh on, my I mean, gosh. the one of the most real awful vitriol, huh? Yeah. So it's true hatred. So don't ever compare. <laughs> uh, you know, Zuccarello is a beloved Ranger. I-
And the NFL is a you know twelve month off season is as big as the uh, in season. The draft is a huge. I, I personally don't get it. I don't mind kind of half watching it. People love it. It's a huge event. Actually, our uh, they stretch it out so many days now. It's it's a it's a huge deal. Will our uh, one of our regulars on the show, uh, Billy Lesko, is attended the draft. The footage people are going nuts, and I I honestly don't get it. I, no, it's, I they mean, said it was the. Uh, like the best produced, you know, they put the way they pulled it off was incredible. Did you read those stories? These bachelorette parties, because that's what they're known for: bachelor parties and bachelorette parties. And the girls were steaming because it was just all NFL. It was like they just got invaded. Oh, oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. They're there, like I can't the- believe we 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 picked this week. Who did this? You know, because it just was like everybody came down yeah, for you one purpose check your only. Calendars and what city it's going to be moving around city to city because I it think is Vegas next year. Is Vegas is going to yeah. be nuts, and it, it looks like so are, much. Fun. It looks great, but I don't. I just don't get it. I don't get it. I don't get. You're and they sitting said it got, there waiting. It, what do you do when the, when the clock right. is running? You're, it, you're, it got yeah. higher ratings than any of the NBA or NHL playoff games on that night, which just shows oh, how crazy. much bigger the, the NFL is it's, than it's, it's so much bigger than any of the other leagues that whatever they do. But I don't. I don't get it. I don't. I don't. And I paid attention a little bit this year just because the Jets had a good pick. But I don't get, you know, and 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 Willie went. It looked like a good time. But I love these guys that are booing the pick as if they know more no than idea. the general. Ma- <laughs> Boo! After That's the, ter- I know yeah. more than the after general the first ma- or yeah. second round where they they've watched McShay and Kuiper till their eyes are bleeding and they're they they condition you to expect the pick that you know what I mean that yeah. you should take. Yeah. And if they go off of it, they go people go nuts. Did like, you evaluate booing. everyone? <laughs> booing yeah. a professional. Yeah. My film study showed that guy wasn't that good. Yeah. What are you doing? Come on. <laughs> Although they the, know how to pick the guys right. to show too, Maniacs. right? Maniacs. I've had people at the bar in years past be like, "Can you turn?" It? I thought they were joke. I thought he was joking. No, they want to hear. Can you turn the Absolutely. volume on? I looked at him like, "What for the draft? For the turn the volume on for the draft?" Yeah, no, Are you kidding. No, go home. I don't know what to tell you. Well, the Giants fans. That well, was that's the, the thing. I think you have a right to boo that one. just because it seems. Oh like yeah, they could have had him. Of booing. Why are they using such a high pick for that guy? That's I believe that, there were stronger know? words than boo used by the Giants yeah. fans. You know what's crazy too? That guy Gettleman seems so glib you know what i mean he's like good don't worry about it he's like is he messing around because what was that it, whole the sixth overall pick sixth overall pick it's and crazy. it's the third senior bowl quarterback the mvp powerhouse school you have football have, powerhouse Duke, eight wins known Nuts. for their quarterbacks it's, it's, that's right. beyond a reach for the sixth pick it really is he claimed he had inside information that other teams were gonna pick him <laughs> listen i i, I tell him that Gettle, too gettleman has never played poker because yeah. he went for the bluff that's a bluff that's oh. obviously a bluff yeah, you know stop. i mean come yeah. on no no we're no, really interested in oh yeah, because what was their second pick in the first round? It was like they had a they had a, a two two first round picks. Oh, right? they, they took could, uh, they took a defensive. I think they took uh, a Clemson. Def- yeah, Clemson a defensive tackle, tackle yeah. from right. Clemson. They probably would have been sitting right there. That yeah, they just yes. they should have yes. just taken something to protect Eli. I know Eli's at the end of his rope, but like these guys, he can, Eli can make the throws if you give yeah. him time. Any of these guys can make the throws. It just I don't. It, there's no juicy quarterback this year. Then just let it go. I mean, yeah. I don't know what. It, you just you're, you're you're it's a pure gamble on this guy, and Absolutely. it doesn't pay off. But I do love he's like I have inside for these oh. guys like you can just say anything. Well, yeah. how are you going to argue that? Yeah, you can't prove. Yeah. it. Can't no, I, you. I know you guys don't know. Gonna, well, the yeah. team that everyone cares about, the Philadelphia Eagles, ah, oh. we got a offensive tackle uh, that I'm very happy about because Jason Peters, our all world. Uh, left tackle has has to retire. He's getting old. And then we have a running back from Penn State. They said he'll be better than Saquon. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so that's after the first two rounds, I don't really pay attention because that's when, you know, to your point, everyone thinks they know the first round. That's who we're supposed to take. After that, it's a crapshoot, but you used to get some good fines. No, there are know. certain years. Like last season where a lot of quarterbacks coming out, it was like kind of like, you know, it was like a hot draft because it's just like there was so yeah. much talent and, you know, guys you'd seen. And this year was sort of, you know, there's not there weren't, you know, obviously there's a ton of talent coming out, but it's more like position player. So it's, it, the draft Listen, really. It's right. hard to tell. I was one of those knuckleheads who like was anti Mayfield, but he looked really good. I mean, all year. I mean, I thought he would be a huge bust, you know. Yeah. Who knows about Rosen? It's like he got drafted twice. Now, <laughs> you know what I mean? It's oh, very geez. interesting. We'll get into yeah. the Rosen. We'll Quickly, the Jets. That. I did like yeah. the Jets draft. They, they, you know, the couple of defensive guys early on. The uh, the kid from Alabama, Queen and Williams, is, uh, I mean, he, he looks like a can't miss. So uh, I did like they addressed a couple of uh, a couple of issues. And uh, I, I'm really looking forward to the Jets season. I, I, I like that pick. I yeah. do. And, and, yeah, I like the fact that we have the quarterback in place and now we're putting other pieces in place and I you know 
I, I like the, I do like the draft, and I, I like the fact that they kept the pick. They were talking about trading it, but I like the you know you get a pick like that, get a get a good guy, take advantage of that, and hopefully you won't be in that same position again in like ten or twenty years because your team will get better based on that pick. I think the Jets are going to be the most exciting seven and nine team. Ah, I really jerk. do. I do love what's happening. So Josh Rosen got traded. So now the division has uh, has old man Brady. <laughs> yeah. Oh, the uh, the golden boy up against three young. Right, you got yeah. you got three of the quarterbacks from last year's draft. Are going to be the three uh, starting QBs. Uh, it's amazing how that lined up that way. And it, but Brady, he's got to fall off, right? How uh, much I, avocado I, ice cream and little stretches can you and do? It, and I do love that nobody it's really talked catch up. about. Uh, they had a bunch of picks. I didn't really hear much about the Patriots draft, and you know it was probably awesome. Yeah, like, just, no, it got like an A. The yeah. post gave it an A. Yeah, I'm, just, I'm sure they they give they, it an A and just hope that it goes haywire. They cleaned you know? up, and I don't know what what's going to happen with this guy Rose. So Arizona, I don't even understand what's going on with Arizona. Oh right, yeah. they hired right. this and coach. They, the coach, coach who, is not that great. Didn't have a great that, record in college at Texas Tech, right? He, he was did not. not. He did not. Yeah, I, I, I looked at looked up the numbers. I think he started out seven and zero his first year, and he looked like oh he's a genius. And then he went seven and five. And every year after that, he was like maybe a game or two under five hundred. He's a he's put him he's, in charge. Right. He's an offensive <laughs> guru coaching in the Big Twelve, and he was there in, for six years, and he couldn't turn that program around. No. And now he's going to be an NFL coach. And this That's guy crazy. Rosen, like what he, the hell Rosen are they had, They're saying he underperformed with a talentless team last year. Yeah, so let's cut him. Can't get a good let's let's yeah. trade him. Let's way. trade him and draft another new guy. It's it seems like it's going to be a mess. And Richard, the, my favorite oh, thing about oh. this guy, Richard, you oh, told me about right. this. Yeah, like he right he he in the team meetings he felt he noticed the players weren't paying attention, so he's giving them text breaks. <laughs> That's his. Solution. I want to take a text break right now. I'll give them text breaks so that way they'll, you know, because they, they, they only can pay attention for a certain amount of time. That's that's a great theory. That's great. I mean, just like cater, you know, uh, coddle these players and just like, you know, because yeah. during the game, I understand during the game now they're going to have text breaks so you don't have to stay focused the entire game. So, Belichick, you know, do the team Belichick like uses that. a very similar oh my system. God. Can you imagine Belichick? Yeah, you exactly. don't want to hear one of these guys chime in on that, like a, a Belichick or I wonder what Ditka thinks about that. They should oh ask God. Mike Ditka. Yeah, ask like, a guy over 60 breaks. about. I mean, Parcells, look at these Super Bowl winning coaches. Could you see any of them giving their team text breaks? Kingsbury should just, it's all because of Mahomes. And you, no one knew Mahomes was going to be that good. No, you know, but they're, they're like, all he copycat could, that's league. All let's let's right. jump in there. And but he's a head coach. You're not a quarterback's coach. You're not. That's and right. they throw those words like guru. They, you know, someone on ESPN, he's an offensive savant. Savant? <laughs> Savant. Yeah. It wasn't. That's one loss. Give me a break. You know what I mean? And I think he'll be like the Rams coach. But the Rams coach never had a head coaching job, and he was a, a successful assistant in the NFL. Kingsbury yeah. was an, a, a good assistant in college. They gave him a head coaching job, and he wasn't good. And to be fair, he had a lot of pieces uh, in, in the Rams. Well, this guy... Not yes, not a yeah. good not a good record and like to your point earlier really, taking over the Cardinals right and, exactly well, what did you want Rosa to do I know. With, with right. Right. I, 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 I do feel bad for uh, Rose I, I'm kind of bummed he ended up in the Jets division because I'm kind of pulling for him a little yeah and you know he's coming out any whatever he's got I mean oh, he's got a massive chip on his shoulder absolutely. so uh, it's absolutely. Uh, but it's never the NFL is 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 year round and uh, and, and so maybe, Patriots twelve and four Jets seven and is that how it's going to no, fall no no somebody already threw that stand? at me well the Patriots will have their six wins, and that's not happening this year. <laughs> it has to stop. You would think. <laughs> Every year. Yeah. We'll just keep saying I'll it until it, it happens. I see it, yeah. The fastest, what do they call it, Richard? The fastest. The, oh, the, the most exciting the, two most minutes exciting in sports. exciting two minutes in sports. The, uh, the race for the roses. Drinking mint julep. Dodge, do you know how to make a mint You've been bartending no. how many years? Do you know how to make a mint julep? I did Explain bartend on many make- Kentucky Derby Sundays. Yes. And we weren't a bar that was known for that. But there would be like two, at least two people. They showed up in their hats, dressed up, meandering around town, I guess. People like, get into it in Hoboken. Like, oh, they want the it. There's certain bars that they want you there. My, I worked at a bar that they didn't advertise it, but they still came in. Oh, I worked at a place that just fully oh. advertised it, gave away wine. People come in all decked out, yeah. and it was mint julep mint jule- hell. For the bartending staff in Hoboken, I only I, the only thing I could say then was we're out of mint. That was it. <laughs> just what they I'll give you just hear. the julep. 
It's, I got uh, some ice and yeah, here's uh, <laughs> some mint julep minus the mint and minus yeah. the sim. That's a glass of bourbon. You always say it's a variation. It's a variation. <laughs> it's our take on it's the mint terrible. julep. Yeah, our it's take. Muddled basil. With, <laughs> it's a very bad. Take. But it is. It has become quite the social uh, of every year, bigger and bigger. Friends are texting me about parties. It's uh, it's 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 a great and it's awesome. It's well warranted the hype. It is, but it's not a party for us. I'll tell you that it's a stress inducing event. Yeah, if you have to work, <laughs> the the bartenders in in Hoboken, it is not a f- fun day. It's usually the start of your shift. The race goes off when it's you just kind of yeah, you just like get, six thirty between six thirty and seven. It's, well, it's get gets pushed a little bit back, but the, yeah, the bars do fill up and people really are, are five into o'clock it. on They're a Saturday. Really you usually yeah. just kind of getting mentally prepared for the dinner rush, and but not not this. Saturday, you have no. people screaming. I am happy to be on the good side of the bar this time. I, I will enjoy myself and not being stressed out. Everybody's an expert. We're betting once. real money on these horses, and then you have these people who are just like involved. In I won my pool. Two dollar <laughs> bet telling you're an idiot. Oh, yeah. that's who you're picking. You're an old. It's uh, yeah. It's not. I, I have off this year, so that's why I'm in no. a jovial mood. Me well, too. I, yeah, I love the fact that everyone's involved, you know, because other times of the year, if you're into horse racing, you're like a degenerate because horse racing's <laughs> about gambling, right? It's about gambling. Yeah. No one, I think, unless you're an owner, like, are you really a fan of horse? I mean, I guess how many some texts people are, do you but- get, How many texts do you get during this race more so than any other? Oh, you know, I, right. Zero? Oh, without a doubt. Everyone. Everyone wants to get involved in it. And, uh, you know, our, our friend uh, Erica is always is the first one to text me after they uh, cross the finish line. Did we win? That's always the text yeah. I get. Yeah. She's the first yeah. one to, uh, so she doesn't even know what an exact is but she is involved big oh, time. You have to so explain. everyone yeah, is, people don't understand yeah. because so she, because uh, I, I, well we'll touch uh, the exact that we touched on before is that you got to pick the first second horses but you box you you box them which you know because you want to get every possible combination so sometimes uh, I get the text too because Richard's phone is being crushed so I'm like the backup guy to wait did we win because because the horse that we yeah. like necessarily doesn't have to come in and the the exact can still hit you can still hit it we right box so you box three horses, three horses and and if any of those three horses run first and second, you you win it, which, and, which is a nice way to bet. And those are the years when the horse we the horse we really like usually is one of the favorites or you know one of the stronger horses. So when the, when he gets thrown out, he or she the, uh, the that's the those are the years we actually win more money. And we're sure. dealing with these text messages. People don't even know what they want. They don't even know if they won, but it doesn't matter. You're just watching it. It's really that the horses are incredible. I mean, it's just. The whole and they do a great job. The coverage, if you ever watch it, they do all the backstories. They really, uh, they really suck you in if you watch uh, watch all the coverage. And it's rarely does it disappoint. I like the coverage. I do some real like strong horse racing guys say, oh, it's that you know they don't do too enough on the gambling, but I think they put a good amount of gambling. But they they got to realize yeah. people f- from all walks of life are watching it, and you know they 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 show all the different aspects of the Derby and they give good backstories about the horses and the owners and. You know, there's always a rags to riches, riches horse, and you know, it, 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 it. I think they do a good job. I like the coverage. They do. I, I do feel like it. maybe with, with gambling uh, loosening up and being legalized in more states now, there'll be a little more. But they do. They rarely. It takes. It does take a while. You usually have to look on your phone to see what the. They don't talk about what the exact and trifecta pay usually. Like they no, go to a commercial. No. You're exactly then they right. Come back. Oh, you're exactly right. Like, no, that's true. Tell me what the yeah, money it's is. It's like what's that line? There's gambling going on. Like after the race is over, you wouldn't even know there was money being yeah. involved because they don't put. You know because when you're at the track, once they make the race official, the immediate thing on the screen are all the prices, the win, Bingo. price, show, that's exact, what the trifecta, superfecta. When you watch it on TV, that's stuff doesn't come up. It's all about Secondary. the winner's circle. I'm like, come on, tell us what we won. That's what I want to know. Did any of the did one of the Patriots have a horse a couple of years ago? Wes oh, Welker, yeah, Wes yeah. Welker, and I think it was Undrafted was the name of the horse because he, really? he still ha- ca- carried that chip on his shoulder. <laughs> they uh, they do get some celebrity. Then now it's becoming a bigger, bigger event every year. It's uh, oh, and it's, Gronkowski ran in one of the races last year. They, yeah. they oh, named the horse, horse after Gronkowski. Gronkowski. Yeah, so you know they, they yeah they're any big involved. celebs that get involved like. This year, none. No, I don't know. They'll show them on TV. It's usually yeah. like, B-list but no one has or, ownership, right? Yeah, no one's yeah, like, oh, right. like I'm running my horse. I'm that surprised I know it hasn't, uh, you know, happened. Like I don't yeah. know, a guy like Clooney. He's got money to burn. He's selling yeah, tequila. He's Why doesn't he have Casa a couple Amigos horses? Yeah, money. I mean, it's uh, buy yourself a horse. It is great though because we've been watching it. I mean, because well, my, my brother got you know got, got me in the horse race. Well, actually, our dad was kind of. 
would bring us to the track when we were in high school occasionally, but not every day like Richard was going. So we're a big uh, horse racing family. Uh, and then we, were, we weren't watching the uh, thoroughbreds, though. We were, uh, we, yeah, we started going to the Meadowlands, which they have the trotters, and that's what we started with. We cut our teeth on the trotters. We cut our teeth on the trotters. But once I, I started watching the thoroughbreds, I, well, the trotters are like... Think, they you ride know, horse and buggy. Yeah, like oh, you ever see Ben-Hur? Yeah, yeah, it's like yeah. they got the chariots behind them. That's the, those are the trotters. All right. And, uh, you know, but once I started watching the Thoroughbreds, there was no turning back. Like, I think it's, it's so much more exciting and interesting. And it's a more complicated puzzle in a way because horses, the trotters, they all run the same distance. So you can easily compare the times, whereas the horse racing, they're running six furlongs, you know, a mile and a quarter, a mile. And that's part of the challenge of the Derby because you have horses who've never run a mile and a quarter before. And you don't know how they're going to react to the extra distance. And they're coming from all over the country, different surfaces, different distances. So it's it's an interesting puzzle. And in general, the thoroughbreds are it's more complicated. But from for to, as a gambler, I feel like because of that, it's it's more interesting and more. You have a better ability to come up with long shots or different scenarios where you can make some money because of the fact that you have horses running at all different distances and different surfaces. And you could definitely make some great money on on these exactas and uh, trifectas. We've have had a couple of a couple of great you know great years and and there's a number of ways to bet. I mean, there's a number of strategies. You, like we do, we pretty much do been doing the same thing for all these years. Usually, uh, Richard will tell us who, who he likes, and then uh, you know I'll maybe throw in one one or two of my my in depth analysis, which usually involves looking at the names of the horses. Which yes. could be almost as good a system as any. You I, never know, because it, it is a little daunting. Like if you go going to the track, by the way, is a great way to spend the day. And then there's a program, and I like you can look at the horses, and but there's a lot of information for the uh, the average or the beginner uh, when you look at the program. There's a lot. There's numbers. a lot going on, and I, I mean, maybe I'll, I, I could talk a little bit about it without get, going too crazy. But the, you know, if you get the racing form of the program, they have. They give each horse a speed figure, and, and what that is is a number that represents just how fast the horse runs. And, and the idea of that number is you can compare horses from different tracks and different surfaces and try to compare them on the same basis. So the person making up the speed figures takes into account how deep or sandy or muddy the track is and what the distance is, and it tries to compare different horses from different locations and different distances all on the same basis. So... You can start with speed figures if you want to, you know, bet on a horse. And, and then you can also look at the pace of the race, which I think anyone could understand. And the idea of that is if you have a race where a lot of horses are trying to go to the front, and horses are pack animals. Certain horses are more comfortable racing at the front. Other horses like coming from behind. So if you have a race where a lot of horses want the lead, a lot of times they'll burn each other up, and you prefer a horse who comes from behind. And on the other side of that is if you have a race where not a lot of horses like to go to the lead, then you want the horse who, who, who goes to the lead because he'll have a little bit of an easier time of it up front because everyone is, is kind of waiting to make a move. And if you, if you, you know, buy the racing form, you can read the running lines and see what the horse's style is. And that's how I started. And that's a good way for a beginner to start, you know, get the racing form of the program. You can see where the horses based on the numbers, like, do they go to the front or they come from behind and their and their speed figures. And, and that's fun to do because you can kind of plan out, Oh, I know these horses will be in the front. And, and then the race kind of can play out more or less how you think it will. And, and it, it allows you to understand how the racing is a little bit better. It's uh, it- it's amazing how horse racing. I mean, everybody out there has probably watched seen the Sea Biscuit. What other? It was such a huge, a, great movie. Huge a great movie, huge sport yeah. back in the day, and it's kind of you know it, overall it's kind of dwindled a little bit. But it, I feel like it's. I mean, well, the the, well, the, the Derby's making the, a comeback. The Triple right? Crown, yeah. yeah. The, 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 the start the, starting with this race, people do get a little into it for the big races, and and I feel like it's a trickle down. And I, I I have another good buddy of mine who went up to we go to Saratoga every year. He went and he said, oh my, he said it was unbelievable. I can't believe I've never gone here. I'm going every year, and you should really just go. And we go to Mammoth. Just go into the track for the day. day. It's, it's a lot of fun. Unbelievably fun. And I'm surprised that it you know hasn't bounced back. You know, it's, it'll never get back to its full glory, but it's great. It's great that it's coming back somewhat, and and this Saturday is a great day. Yeah, I think the big events have gotten bigger and bigger, and 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 the and Saratoga is 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 doing great, and people love going up there. And even Monmouth is struggling a little bit, and I think some mid level and 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 lower level tracks are struggling because you get fewer and fewer fewer people that are going, even though people are betting online and on their phone, and and there there are not as many die hard 
year-round horse racing fans as there used to be. And I think that's where they're struggling to try to get more people involved. And, you know, people get into the big races, but what the industry is trying to do is get those people to come to the track a few times a year and get into it more and more. And I think they're struggling to do that, even though these big races are drawing, you know, big, big uh, audiences. The, you know, the, the day-to-day horse racing is struggling. Well, with uh, with so without further ado, I guess we should jump into uh, to some winners. We're gonna pr- try to provide you with some winners here, and I'm impressed, Richard. Usually, we get his selections about five uh, minutes to yes. post. Well, so <laughs> yeah, I'm it's a story confused what's happening yeah, I know. I, I, you this know, year this is- since it's. Thursday morning. Yeah, take it I, with a grain of salt. Now I oh, do. I like I, it. Yeah. yeah, I did work ahead of time. Well, here's the reason. There was one year where I picked the horse a day or two ahead of time, and it wasn't supposed to rain. And then the morning of the race, it's raining. And then I didn't want to switch my pick to the horse I would have liked in the mud. And of course, the 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 horse, the mud, the mudder, the mudder won the race. And I'm like, you know, I should have switched. Whatever, I should have waited. So now I like to wait. Although, it, 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 you know, it looks now like it's supposed to rain, so I'm going to make my selections with that in mind. I did like Omaha Beach, um, but he got scratched yesterday. Oh, yeah, he was going to be the favorite. favorite. got scratched yesterday. It was big, big news. Yeah, big news. news, big news. The thing about that horse, he's a great horse, and he's also a mutter. So he would have been a great pick either way, and I really liked him, but he's out, so we had to adjust. Um, but, but I know who I like, I know who I'm going to go with. Um, all right. Well, why don't we, well, let's do, let Dodge and I'll throw our picks go out. Ahead. Yeah. Go ahead. Yeah. Not the experts that, uh, you know, well, take us out there, uh, Dodge. All right. I looked at, uh, one's really jumped out and grabbed me. Uh, first one would be tax because I got crushed in taxes. You make 22,000 a year, people, you're going to have to pay a little bit back. So, um, I'm going to go with the, uh, 20 to one. That's my first pick tax. Dodge, Take a look I, at I it. I had a big year. You had a big, yeah. big commercial. And okay. It was I made things, a little bit more. Just, just things, trust me on this. Things were turning around and then the old tax yeah. man came knocking and it really wasn't the right back to square one. <laughs> this is where I get it all back though. I'm going to put, you know, what do you think? So what's, what's a good long shot, uh, Richard, um, to bet five dollars, three dollars. I mean, 20 he's to twenty one, to one, and he might buck, drift you know? up. He might drift. He might go off higher than that. So I don't know. Maybe right. five dollars. Put five bucks, people. Right. You heard it here. If tax first round on me, no mint juleps. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> and uh, and who uh, who else you got? Oh, you want me to do both? Uh, cutting humor. My act has been accused of that. Uh, devoid <laughs> of humor. So cutting humor at thirty to one. I'm taking two long shots. Um, cutting humor is all. That's purely? almost like anger. I mean, that, that's like kind of your. That's true. It could go the your, other way. Cutting humor, yeah, yeah, sarcastic. Yeah. So yeah. yeah, those are my two. Um, no research, people. Just basically darts at a board. Uh, things that jumped out at me. So. Just take that with a grain of salt, the hugest grain of salt you can. And I will continue with uh, with that. I might do a little more analysis as the uh, you know as I have a little more time Saturday morning. But as of right now, I'm going with win, win, win. I mean, <laughs> could you ask for a better? Name? I'm actually picking two horses. I like to. I usually don't like to bet the favorites or or the real long shots. I always go middle of the pack, a little safety. So I have two 15 to ones. I'm going win, win, win. And I'm taking uh, in honor of our producer who uh, who is is not with us. He's off uh, working on some project. Uh, War of Will, who's War starting of will. in the first position. Now the position, I mean, that does come in. Uh, uh, it's a little less. Is, that the, is so, that the worst position? What's the, uh, the average field? Because the Kentucky Derby is nuts. Because there's yeah, 20 horses, 20 and that's horses. not your usual. Yeah, usual field is is somewhere between like eight to 12 horses. I would say so. 20 is a lot. They always say the you don't want to be on the rail, but horses have won from the rail. It, it what War of Will needs to do is is get some position early, like like he like if the, if actually he's in the one post and Tax is in the second post position. If Tax breaks well and shuts him down, it'll be rough because then War of Will will be way back early. So he's got to break well and get a decent position early. And if he does, he might be all right because horses have won. I I'd almost rather be at the from the one hole from than from like the way way out like the nineteen or twenty. I think you want to be at least within the first you know 15 16 like if you're way out there although big brown you you see horses win from all over the place so i i think post position's a little overrated although if you're if you're way inside you want to have a little bit of speed cuz you don't want to fall way way back early and the, well game, speaking of that and the game winner is, is now the uh, the slight favorite and he's got a i mean that's a 
16th? It's 16th, but with the scratch, he'll be at the 15th. Okay. And not to get too esoteric, but with the Derby, they have two starting gates because the standard starting gate only has 14 stalls. So they have an extra starting gate. And the 15th, the horse with 15th post position is on the first gate of the outside stall. And actually, that's a good place to be because you have a little gap to your left. And therefore, you're not going to have horses squeezing you from both sides and Orb had the 15th post position, and there was another who, Oh, American Pharaoh had the 15th. So 15 is actually not a bad post position because you get a little room on your left, and if you break— Oh, so when game winner got bumped up— To the 15th. Wow. Everyone bumps up by one because of the, the scratch actually helped game winner. So, uh, you know, I, I, I do like his post position. And the all these so, so like I, I guess um, a lot of the, the the three favorites are all have the same trainer. He's the uh, he's the big name in he's the sport. He's the big name. Yeah. He's uh, Bob Baffert. Bob Baffert. Yeah, he's like the Babe Ruth right now. Or why, the, yeah, why the, is he the, so much better than? He, why is he the Belichick of? Uh, he well, he gets good horses and he does a good job with them. He you know he's he's there's been two triple crown winners in the past I guess forty years now and he had both of them. That's and, a uh, he nice a feather to have yeah. in your cap. He does a, I'm sure yeah. he has no ego. I'm sure he's <laughs> fun at parties to hang out with. We're uh, we're gonna we are gonna back one of his. Uh, well, I'll let Richard. Uh, yeah, yeah he has over. three of the horses, and he has right now because of the scratch of the favorite. He probably has the three horses who will all be vying for favoritism. Uh, although there are a couple others in there too, but he has horses. I think their morning lines were five to one, six to one, and six to one, including Game Winner, who uh, Game Winner is my selection. Um, I, I did like the horse that got scratched, but now that he's been scratched, the only problem with Game Winner is he's never run on a, on a muddy track, so it's it, it, it makes it a little bit of a tough call. Hopefully the track is not in terrible, terrible shape, and, and he'll take to it all right. He's run on different surfaces. He, he, he won at Churchill Downs last year, so he's run on this surface, although it was a dry track. And he's a good game horse. He, he's, he's run twice this year. He's run second both times, both close losses. And I think he, he, he was Baffert was gearing him up for this race, and I think he's going to be at his best. So I, I do like game winner. And hopefully you'll get he, – he may be the favorite or second choice, but hopefully you'll get like five or six to one, which that's the thing about the Derby. When, when there's not a huge, huge favorite, the favorite might be like five or six to one. And I think you'll probably get at least five to one, which is a solid price on it's him. great odds for, for, for the favorite. I mean. And uh, and then we'll, you throw, well, who are we going to throw him in? Yeah, with? so I'm going to throw in an exacto with uh, a horse – uh, called Maximum Security, and he's the rags to riches horse. He he started his career in a sixteen thousand dollar claimer, and uh, what a claimer is, what that means is anyone could have bought the horse for sixteen thousand dollars earlier this year, um, and now he's he's you know he just won a million dollar race, and now he's running in a three million dollar race. Pre tax so, season, you could have bought riches. that. Uh, you could have bought yourself a horse <laughs> with all that commercial money. I didn't money. know he was uh, up for grabs. <laughs> Look at that. He was up for grabs. But he's owned by by big time owners. It's not like the owners. Like sometimes you hear these stories of the owners who have one or two horses, but the, the owners are actually wealthy and they they they've owned a lot of horses over the years. But he was a, a, a cheap claimer, and now he's running in the Derby. So he really has has kind of gotten better and better every race. And I still and he's the one who's going to go to the lead. And there are not a lot of horses who want the leads here. So he hopefully will not get a lot of pressure. There might be one other horse, Vacoma, who has some speed. But uh, I would think Maximum Security is going to be first or second on the backstretch. And I think that'll be a good place to be. And then my other – and Maximum Security, I think, was 10 to 1, although he'll go down a little bit because of the scratch. And then I like by my standards, and he's my long shot pick. He's 20 to 1. He's trained by a local Kentucky guy. Uh, he's kind of a sneaky horse who I could see, I, I don't know if he'll win, but I could see him clunking up for second and completing a nice exacta. And I feel like you got to try to throw at least one long shot in there if you're doing an exacta. So I would say game winner to win and then an exacta box, game winner, maximum security, and by my standards. Nice. And uh, and maybe even a little trifecta action on yeah, those Yeah, throw three. in a trifecta box, too. Yeah, throw in a trifecta box. We've uh, we've hit the exacta. We haven't hit the trifecta. We haven't hit the trifecta. It's tough. Not yet. It's, it's tough. tough. It's hit. tough in a 20-horse field. It's a huge field. It really is hard, but, uh, but we have, it's worth we've, a shot. We've cashed, you cash one of these, and you, it pays for years and years to come. It's uh, the, 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 the exacta is usually, uh, especially if... If uh, if game winner you know gets gets boxed out and the other two come in, but uh, well, so, yeah, right. So we've had years where the top choice wouldn't win, and the second and third 
choice coming in the exacta and and you know we killed it because the exacta pays so nicely and just as a as a caveat will you change the pick if the weather's really well bad? you know what so keep track of our twitter account because we'll, we'll the day of the race depending on the conditions we yeah. may tweak it a little bit yeah it's it's tough on uh, to be to be uh, the weatherman is a big <laughs> big part of this yeah. podcast and there can be occasionally they've been wrong i don't want to you know throw them all under the bus here but uh yeah we're uh we're we're, we're counting on the, the forecast as of now but these things do change so if we any we'll put it up on twitter if we decide to go with uh you know we switch it up at the last minute quick recap of our of our, our selections for the uh the kentucky derby saturday I, uh, we're, we're all we're gonna we're gonna take the favorite. And we're gonna throw in a couple other horses. We're all uh, we're all gonna be on game winner, five to one at the moment. Maybe we'll get a little better odds as it gets closer. He's one of the favorites, but uh, but but we're all gonna be riding that. And then I'm throwing in win 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 and war of will. Jim Dodge is taking tax and cutting humor, and Richard is going with maximum security. And by my standards, I would probably go with Richard's picks. If uh, definitely, if you, probably, if you're out there listening. No, definitely go with Richard's picks. <laughs> He's Do not a little go more. With uh, did a little more research than the other the other two yeah. guys. Anything can happen, though. Anything can. You never know. It's you never great, know. It is. It's a crapshoot. It is a crapshoot. But it, well, it, you know, it, 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 yeah. And it, then when it, the long shot comes, why didn't I just pick that horse? Oh, I've had a couple. Genius. Of, yeah, it's no different than any other sport after the race. And it's always somebody at the bar who has the fifty to one that comes in. You're just like so. Uh, anyway, it's uh, it's it's a great day. Sadly, there's no Clegg's Corner this week, so uh, it actually gives us a little more money to invest in these horses. <laughs> yes. uh, Will is off uh, working hard on. Uh, I, I, he's on filming. Bourbon Street. He's oh, all okay. over the country right now. He's got some big project for a month, so I I, I should. Uh, Actually, I'll thank him in the end. Sorry, I'm getting, I'm digressing. Uh, quickly, I want to plug anything. Dodge, you have a uh, May 23rd. Anyone who's local fundraiser for Hoboken High School comedy show. Uh, five really good comics, and uh, you should stop in on that. Where is that? It's going to be at the Elks, one of your favorite places. Oh yeah, nice. I love that. Oh, Two dollar nice. hot dogs, three dollar beer. How can you go wrong? Oh, it's got oh. one of the greatest hidden bars in the entire city of Hoboken. Jim Dodge yes. providing the humor, providing the yucks, just like those two picks I just gave you. Big laughers. <laughs> uh, Richard? Uh, yeah, I'm going to plug a, a, a book about horse racing, uh, a book about horse race gambling called uh, Picking Winners by uh, Andrew Beyer. Uh, it's the first book I read. It's a, it's a, it's a great read. He's, a, he's actually a very good writer. He makes it interesting, and um, he, he gives stories. But he also he was one of the first guys who published uh, Speed Figures, and he, he, he writes about it in the book and how he computes them. And uh, for anyone wanting to get into you know, gambling on horse racing, it's, 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 a, it's a very good book. I haven't read in a while. Maybe I'll uh, I'll pick that up and give it Get an audio shot. book. Maybe a, yeah, actually no, that's actually go. a good suggestion. Don. Listen on your way to the golf course. You oh, by the way, quickly, didn't you promise you're going to bring your trumpet and play? What's I would love oh, the call to post. Oh, that's just quite yeah. the trumpeteer. Listen, trumpeteer, as a trumpeter say, trumpeter. my embouchure is shot, but I could still try to get the notes. I think I, that I would be. I thought you were going to be here doing it live and really drop the ball. I thought you were going to be See, making that's this mid ups. That's a costume idea. Maybe I should come to the bar dressed as the what? What's the guy who plays the trumpet? Oh yeah. Um, well, whatever they call I, the if, bugler or whatever they call. I don't know. If There's I'm the bugler, yeah. Do you think I get in every bar and just start blasting yeah, play, it away? I'm sure they buy you a drink race? if you just play the. Play It'd be little, great. You need like that red be, coat and yeah. the whole <laughs> out the hat too. Yeah, I could see that. I will get the opposite reaction of the bagpipe guys. Everybody loves the bagpipes. No one likes the bugler coming in and muffing up the fight song. Shut that guy up! I don't watch the race. I'm gonna plug a triple a trio of movies of campy gambling horse racing related movies which all might be dated at this point they're all from the 80s uh, we'll start with Easy Money 1983 fantastic Rodney oh, probably couldn't make man. it nowadays it's complete degenerates in <laughs> oh, the movie they're doing a- drugs it's inappropriate humor <laughs> 
that that scene at the racetrack is great. They Joe the, Pesci, right? The person in the front of the line. I like two dollars to win, two dollars <laughs> to place, two dollars, and then the tells like next time you could just say two dollars across the board. And they're meanwhile One behind the this post. guy in line trying to get a huge bet in. <laughs> Rodney then, Dangerfield, Joe Pesci. At one point, Joe Pesci sees the guys fixing the race. He jumps over. He goes out and punches the jockey. He starts punching the guy. That yeah, one, that's from 1983. In 1986, we had Wise Guys, uh, starring uh, Danny DeVito, who is still very relevant and a uh, I don't know what Joe Joe Piscopo Joe Piscopo oh, yeah, he's Piscopo been, huh Piscopo's in that and they're I think the premise there is they're supposed to place a wager for the for the mob bosses they're underlings and they uh they screw it up and then and then antics ensue as they owe the mob a quarter of a million dollars that one might be really dated yeah and then the third and final selection is is pretty good. It, it holds up. It'll hold up the best at all of them. Let it ride. Oh yeah, Richard Dreyfus. Richard Great Dreyfus, movie. national yeah. treasure from the seventies and eighties. Richard Dreyfus and uh, and uh, having a great day at the track. Having a, a great, great day. day. Can't yeah. lose. He's a right. degenerate, degenerate lifetime gambler, and it really does capture what uh, some moments in there really captures what it's like to spend the day gambling at the racetrack. Well, there's your idea. They're rebooting all these films. Why don't you break back? Right, easy money. <laughs> Don't blow it. You can play it, the uh, Rodney character. Come on, uh, there you go. Exactly. And, we can do it. Let it ride. Also, uh, another one. Last quick plug. Is uh, a smaller role is David Johansson, aka oh, Buster right. Poindexter, yeah. who is performing oh, wow. Sunday in Hoboken at the Come Arts. Come on. Oh, is that right? Oh, really? really? He is. Oh, they got him. He also played Get the that. cab driver in Scrooge. In case you didn't know who he was, he was in the New York Dolls. Anyway, he has that great line in Scrooge where he says. Go back to Jersey, you moron. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Is he so, going to do Hot, 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 the 10-minute uh, ten, ten mix? That was his big uh, hit. That's his I big think hit. he's going to close right, with right. that It one. was the Mambo number no. 5 of its day. So yes. if you have some some spare time, maybe watch any any or all three of these movies. Maybe Friday get or Saturday morning, get you get uh, you geared up for the big race. Going. That's a trifecta right there. And, uh, and what hopefully I'll be doing. We'll, be, uh, we'll be cashing on, uh, on Saturday. I want to thank the guests quickly. Uh, Jim Dodge, thanks for coming thanks back. Thanks for having me. I really had nothing to contribute, so I appreciate you just letting me sit in the chair and uh, chime in once in a while. You, you, you blathered on about the Sixers a little yeah, bit, so that know. was helpful. It's good, it was good. Good luck good. to your Sixers. Yes. It kills me Thank to you. say that. That yeah. was heartfelt. Richard, uh, Math Whisperer, uh, Salvatore, horse racing uh, extraordinaire. This really was your episode. Thanks I love for it. Love it. All love this time of year. Love the Derby. It's gonna I can't be, wait. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's going to be great. I can't wait. And, uh, and a special uh, thanks to... Uh, to, to our, our our second producer, second in command, the man behind the live podcast. He did a hell of a job that day. Frank Kiley stepped yes. in as uh, Thank you, Frank. Frank. as Will Thank Clegg you. Yeah. is away. He uh, he agreed to jump in here with his very busy schedule and 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 try to make this sound great. He's in. He's got his <laughs> hands full. We got, we, we tried to, didn't we try to get him to do Kylie's Corner? Maybe did, yeah. next time. Yeah. Next we'll get him on. He right? said, yeah. we'll set the bar so high, he doesn't want to come <laughs> in and ruin it. <laughs> thanks a lot, guys, and, uh, and and good luck Saturday. And it's a great time. All you need is $2, and you can get involved. If you liked what you heard, please subscribe. We're on Apple, Android, Spotify, Stitcher, TuneIn, or wherever you get your podcasts. You can also subscribe at our website, picksfromtheyard.com. Visit the website for all of our archived and bonus episodes and more content. For comments, criticisms, and challenges to Wayne, please email us at pftypod at gmail.com, and we'll be sure to get back to you. You can also join the conversation on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. We're at PFTYPod on social media. Remember, gambling on sports is entertainment. Please don't overdo it. If you or someone you know is in over their head, please call 1-800-GAMBLER for help. The Picks from the Art podcast is produced by Will Clegg for Van Vorst Films in Hoboken, New Jersey. Our music is Anticipation by the Gefkins. Check them out on Spotify. We'll be back next week. Get involved.